if you are one of the donors, parents, players, ex-players, ex-parents, coaches, high school coaches, combine coordinators that have reached out, this show is for you. If you're one of those uh, jock riding individuals that want to go jump on Gundy's lap while he rides around on a John Deere, this one's probably not for you. It's easy peasy, boo-boo. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You know, we're available on every single podcasting platform visually as well on YouTube. Find me on Twitter at All Day O State. Today, we're brought to you by FanDuel. It's America's number one sportsbook betting partner for a reason. Give yourself the opportunity to try to make back some money because we, we hammered the over. And uh, we might be over on the hammer and the over. So go there now to explore other ways that we can maybe make some money back. All right, guys. So this is a situation. And we kind of talked about a little of this pre-Iowa State. And I think there was a concerted effort to try to overcome some of the, the coaching issues, limitations, deficiencies that we do, in fact, have. You saw the offense that we'd been running, which equaled a little bit of a different result offensively. Yeah, there's a couple big plays. You take that out, it's still a little bit of a not not so great. But big plays do matter. They are important. In the first few games, we didn't get hardly any big plays really whatsoever, so it was nice. It was a breath of fresh air. This is the time where the players just need to hit the F it button. Again, the locker room, it is what it is. It's lost. Gundy can't reel it back in. Doesn't know what's happening. Doesn't know what's going on. But these players, right, and you've seen in a couple interviews and, 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 and from having some conversations, the bye week did come at a good time because it is going to at least give them the opportunity to maybe, maybe buy into each other, fight for each other, and, and win in spite of coaching. Now, I do know they did have a players-only meeting after they got completely chewed out last uh, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday, that was kind of a, a rough area. They had players-only meeting. And they were, you know, kind of fired up to, to do some stuff, play for each other. But unfortunately, guys, film don't lie. You can see the difference in from week to week to week, the effort level, right? You can see the difference between running full speed sideline to sideline and starting to pull up a little bit more. Again, this is very reminiscent of last year. Film didn't lie last year either. This was the same thing that happened last year. But so people are asking, okay, if this is the case, and we know that this is done over with Benito as far as the players are concerned, and they've cashed it in, why, why, why are some of the all-stars like you know missing tackles and things of that nature? I mean, it, you could, it's all conjecture, of course, but you, you could talk about the fear of injury and what that could potentially do for derailment, and, and some of them have still have the possibility of redshirting, which could be better for their careers, yada, yada. You could have that conversation, but... You could also have the conversation that even if you're leaving, you got to put something on film productive, and that's very true. 
If you're out on the field, who gives 13 craps? If you if you hate it, you don't like it, you're done with it, you don't love it, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. If you're out there and you're putting film together, then at least make that part of the excitement. I don't we don't care, we don't even care at this point. All right, we know what's going on, we know what's happening, we know the pulse, we know how y'all feel. But if you are gonna be on the field, Put together some film. Do it. It's fine. You might be putting film together for the next coach at O-State. That's fine, too. But if you have cashed it in, play it safe. Don't play. But if you're on the daggone field, put forth together good cotton-picking daggone film, y'all. Film don't lie. Yes, and some guys are blessed being 6'5", 230, running 4'5", four, 4'6". Four, some, some guys are blessed with that. So maybe their film doesn't have to jump off the pages. But there's a lot of guys. Uh, there's, there's a lot of guys that, that are very physically capable of, of making some stuff happen that aren't. Guys, hit the epic button. I, who, who cares anymore, right? The wool is no longer being able to pull, be pulled over everybody's eyes. Y'all can take a sigh of relief, a breath of fresh air, knowing, all right, cool, people are aware now. Now you can win in spite of coaching for each other, for the film, whatever it is. You're hearing that there's another sellout for the guy who sold out, that's fine. If if there is actually a sellout, that's wonderful. If it's not quite sold out, whatever. You can still rep the brand. Rep your brand. Make things exciting for the 55, 60,000 people, 52, whatever it is that end up being there. Y'all can still do that for you, for each other. And, 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 and the same for everyone that, that's contemplating not necessarily going. It's not that time yet. Okay, if you're not going to renew your season tickets, like I've heard from so many daggone people, they're not. It's not that time yet. You still have your season tickets this year. All right. So let's go and support the players that are out there going 130,000 miles an hour trying to do something. Doesn't even matter anymore if it's for this spot, this place, this time, future. It really doesn't matter. There's so many people that are finally waking up to the reality of the situation. And I know that is, I mean, it's stressful kind of because obviously things inside the locker room coaching office right now is pretty tense. So I know you guys feel it. I get it. But there's only two ways this goes. It goes, continues to go straight down to the ground. Like a stupid diver or whatever them was. Or you rally together as teammates and you do the daggone thing. And here's the beauty of it. If you guys can find a way to rally together, fight for each other, put some gangster level stuff on film, beat K-State, you don't have to go on press conferences afterwards talking about how wonderful the game plan was, how wonderful Dunn and Gundy are. You don't have to do that. You can be honest. You can be real because people get it now. Tell the truth. 
We decided to band together, rally together, play for each other. These are my brothers. I want to help them get to another level, next level, whatever. And then you can talk about the coaches on the staff that y'all still do love, cherish, support. You can talk about if you have a 130, 40, 50-yard game, you can talk about afterwards how amazing it is to have some player, some coaches that are individually helping you get better and, it, and it show on the field. You can say that without throwing any shade at anybody else. But people get the picture. You don't have to come out and say, well, guys, this week, you know, Gundy put together the greatest package of all time. If he did, great. If he didn't, you don't have to say that. You can talk about your buddies. You can talk about the brand. You can talk about the logo, how wonderful Oklahoma State is, and the support that you guys are getting from most of the fan base that is willing to pull their head out of the sand or out of their backsides to understand what's happening. We know y'all get it. We know that you're in a bad spot. But only you can make it better. There's no amount of fans in the stands that are going to make this thing any better at any it, it, we get it, right? Okay. Only y'all and the and those the group of coaches that everybody is still down for. It's about y'all now. I know Dunn doesn't like wide receivers breaking off their routes. He gets all butthurt about it. Who cares? Who cares? What, what are the, what, what are they gonna do? What's gonna what's Dunn gonna do? If you and Alan Bowman or whoever's playing quarterback, if you actually read the defense and break the route off according to the defense and you make a 16, 18, 28, 38-yard play, who gives 13 craps if Dunn's not happy about it? What is he going to do? Bench you? I mean, and then if that happens, fine, great. You just put some awesome stuff on film for the next place you go because your coordinator, your coach, your whatever is so far removed from reality that he ain't going to help you. That's a sign. Go out there and prove it. Now, if we see a receiver break off a route and Bowman read it, Rangel read it, Gunner read whoever reads it, and it's not the exact route that Dunn wanted ran, and it's productive, and then you see that kid not play, you know what is happening. It's time for the players to show the world. It's not about Dunn and Gundy anymore. It's done. But you still have a lot to prove. You still have a lot to put on film. And, guys, you don't want to put on film you missing tackles and then jogging around. That's not good. You don't want to put on film, you're supposed to run a 16-yard post, and then you just slow down and run like a halfway go, and you allow that corner to fly to the other side of the field. You don't want that on film. Y'all know that. You see it too. So go out there and do what you do. If Dunn calls something stupid, Alan Bowman, Gunner, Gunny, Garrett, Ren, Gale, I don't give a hoot, put Ollie Gordon at quarterback. If they're calling stupid stuff and you can see defensively that's not going to work, call an audible. Screw it. What are they going to do? Bench you and prove that all this crap is ridiculous? I've never, never one time in my life ever thought that the recommendation would be go against the bull crap your coaches are spitting out. But if they're still spitting BS to everybody and you still got a decent chunk of people that want to buy the BS so bad, you do you.
That time has arrived. And if they pull you, there's your sign. You're prepared for the next jump because of Dunn and Gundy. Gundy, Gundy. This is a Gundy thing. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. Uh, I just, guys, um, you know, and here's the deal. All of these people that have been reaching out to me, people are, there's a, a select few, but there are a few people that are like trying to say this is, I'm uh, the terrible representation for the university and uh, I'm, you know, podcasting is, is, is dumb and it's stupid and it's not real and yada, yada, yada. The numbers don't support that. Statistically, uh, they can all read. Right. All you got to do is read to know what you're saying is absolutely preposterous. The reason that we have grown the way that we have grown is because we're putting out realistic stuff that needs to be out for the betterment of Oklahoma State. The only reason I acquire all this information is from people who've had enough. People that, that they know they're not getting their money's worth. They know the headband doesn't run nothing. They've been up for a while. And they never felt they had the ability to get it out. It's out now because we're in a dumpster fire and everything's about to get 10 times worse if we keep this crap going and all these people know it. And the reason that it can't get shut down is because this is coming from everywhere. On the field, equipment rooms, off the field, coaches, ex-coaches, players, parents, donors. It doesn't matter anymore. It is what it is, and it's not going to stop. It keeps getting bigger, it keeps getting better, and it keeps getting more because this is where we're at. So buy into you. That's all you can do at this point, but we got to see it on the field. We have to see it on the field. We already see it on the sidelines. We already see it in the interviews. Again, we get it. We are tracking. But... <laughs> It's y'all's time. It's y'all's time to prove that, you know, even though this is what it is and uh, the Gundy train should be done, it should be very evident that it's done from inside the locker room. And, guys, they can't just come out and talk about stuff. That's absolutely preposterous. But they can. Everybody that we just mentioned, every single one of them can speak to at least some certain degree of anonymity. To make sure that this stuff changes. Otherwise, it never will. It'll keep getting buried, keep getting stuff, keep getting called a lie. But if you notice, there's a now, not a nobody trying to refute all this stuff. Nobody. Because it's 100% what is happening and what has been happening. And, and I challenge anybody, anybody, anybody from anywhere, if you have a repudiation, then bring it on. And that's a, a little segue to the end. I was supposed to save that for the end. Dagnob, my apologies. We'll go into what this is. What this is is still an opportunity for us to make some money. We can relax a little bit this weekend because our Cowboys are not going to carry an L after Saturday. Whether it's college ball to try to make up some money, I'm going to put uh, I'm going to put some dollar dollar bills on Kansas to beat Texas just because it's a recuperation capability. Financially, otherwise, NFL season's right here, right? And this is America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you just place a $5 bet. Guys, that is $200 bills, big bones, bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the time. If you're snoozing, you're losing. 
The app is super safe, secure, easy to use. You can bet on spreads, player props, over-unders, uh, next touchdowns, Heismans, futures, conference champions. It doesn't matter. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel. It is the official partner of the NFL. Again, visit FanDuel.com. Include your money line props, parlays, ETC, around your team. We're not playing this weekend again, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a parlay of uh, KU over Texas, and um, oh darn it, what was the other one? Oh yeah, um, just for betting purposes, Colorado over USC. I don't necessarily think it's gonna happen, but you're talking plus six hundred odds, plus eight hundred odds. You put those together, you bet one dollar, you win, <laughs> you win a lot of money. Actually, you know what? I, I'll actually. Where are we at here? Where are we at here? Oh, heck, I'll get the number. But it was something stupid. It was something ridiculous. But $1 was like, you know, $70, $80, something to that effect. Can't remember exactly what it was. But it's an opportunity to win back some money. All right. Let's jump on in to segment number two before we get to the meat and taters of segment number three. The bye week. It is a time for us to get right. And uh, the, I mean, unfortunately, they had to, they just had to be oh so rude, didn't they? And they had to make it to where K State also has a bye week. So that's uh, not super ideal. But in our bye week, the things that are important are somewhat minuscule in regards to the X's and O's side of the things. Guys, it is pretty clear that we're not really able offensively on the fly or scripted to orchestrate our way around the other team's strengths and weaknesses, right? We we either do what we do or we do nothing. We thought that last year, you know, same same kind of thing was going on, same type of time. This was a good bye week, get right, right before heading to Manhattan to play K-State K and then followed by Lawrence trip right after to play KU. Same situation here. They got to come to Stillwater. So typically, right, when, when, the, when the locker room's lost, it's lost, which is fine. Okay, it's true, but. Again, this bye week could be an opportunity for these players to get together and either say, listen, guys, it is what it is. Um, like, we all love Braylon. He's not returning the ball. It ain't going to happen. And, and, and guys, you got to th think of it. Like, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a dumb move. It's called spade to spade. It's a business decision for BP to, you know, play it safe, let the offense get on the field. And if he gets the ball, he'll make something out of it. If he doesn't, not a big deal. It is it just it is it is what it is. But there are players like um, you know, Cam Epps. I think Lyric Rawls is somebody else in that mix. Jaden Bray, he's been kind of good, kind of butterfingers. He'll have opportunities to put some better stuff on film. Um, you know, hopefully Talon Shetron gets, gets some more involvement. Dijon Stribling looks pretty healthy. He's going to have an NFL opportunity if we can help him even get to it. Obviously, we know Ollie Gordon, Jaden Nixon. Um, yeah, they're, they're, um, they're ready to, to, to help each other, put some stuff on film. You know, obviously, 
Uh, Elijah Collins is is rightfully a little disheartened with with everything that's happening. But again, this is the time to get together, hit the F it button, and say, who cares? Who cares how horrendous the coaching is? Who cares how bad the game planning has been? Who cares what perfection routes Casey Dunn wants? Who cares what timeout or non-field goal or non-quick huddle, tempo, whatever? We're past the point. You as team eights need to just, you need to do what you do. Backyard football, any given Sunday, varsity blues, Whatever, whatever you want to watch to get yourself prepared for what this needs to be, it is what it is. You can't keep allowing these, these coaches to make you look like you're failing when that's not really the case. There's so much underlying things that these players do love, like, and appreciate. And just like last year, several dudes would love nothing more than to come back and stay Cowboys, be Cowboys, stay committed to be Cowboys, sign their LOIs to be Cowboys. But um, I know there's some people that are like, oh, when's going to be the um, whatever the date, right? The date of, you know, when when Gundy's gone since you think he, he should be gone so much. I can't tell you an exact date. I can tell you why Brooks had meetings. I can't tell you what come out of those meetings because I don't know. But I do know those meetings are happening with donors, with Gundy. It is what it is. There's something in motion. The question is, is it going to be a big splash that may course correct and keep 80% of the roster here intact and happy? 80% of the committed class come and still here intact and happy or is it going to be a baby splash that causes 60 70 percent of the roster to leave and 80 percent of the commits to leave uh, guys uh, brian nardo is uh, a savior so is jw so is benny tonga in this recruiting area and and and, and, and wozniak popular popular name is still reverberating around as well okay so not all lost. This is a good time for on the bye week to get with those position coaches that you know do care, that are willing to stay late and put in extra time, extra effort, extra film, extra phone calls. Those coaches that are willing to do all that that's, that are still worth promoting alongside of you, then do that in this bye week. That's that time. And once again, if you do things that you know work and you're calling audibles and they're cussing up a storm in the headset, who cares? Because what they're doing in the headset equals what? Losses. I have never one time in my life thought that it was ever going to be a wise decision to pull in any given Sunday, to pull a varsity blues and disregard the coach for the betterment of the team. But that is where we all are. The coaches that these guys do love, oh, and I haven't thrown in Retay. I don't believe in Retay. I don't buy into Retay. I, I haven't seen him do anything whatsoever positive for any of these quarterbacks. Plus, some of these quarterbacks have their own private summer coaches anyways that kind of 
some of them are somewhat contradictory to what, what Ratay wants done, but um, there's a lot of people on the offensive side of the ball that do still like Ratay. That one I can't get down with. Sorry, y'all. But he has a good rep. Okay, so that's fine. And he's only been here since 2020, so maybe he needs more time. I, just, I don't see it. But I also know that guys like him and JW, they don't have much of a say really like they have a job to do their job is pretty goal-oriented fairly specific and of course you know their advice is asked of but if anybody thinks that that Tim or Tay or J.W. Walsh can tell Dunner oh no ready yeah Gunner Dundee uh what they're gonna do how to do it that's not gonna happen and they they, they don't it's, it's never <laughs> guys we, it's all about control Right? It's all about control and ego with Gundy. And all these, not all, okay, but 90% of these players probably know it. You're going to have your Gundy loyalist. That's fine. Gundy has made relationships with a few people, like consistently. And of course, right? Yeah, you're not going to know all 135 players. Uh, okay, cool. But when they're already committed and you don't know them, when they're already signed LOI and you don't know them, when they're a four-star guy that we got over those the Texases and the OUs, and you don't care to get to know them or their family, since this is where we are, we're in the bye week. We have opportunity for the players to buy into each other and and do something. And here's the thing: I, I really think this happened at Iowa State. Okay, so I feel I do feel like unfortunately we're past this point, but. You know, it's still possible to reel it back in if the players really, 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 really buy into each other and the and the handful of coaches that they do love and respect. That is, it just is what it is. Because if we keep doing what we're doing, and operating the same way from the same coaches, doing the same things, we're going to keep getting the same results. And the more negative this becomes, the more of the locker room you you lose. Every single day. So, I'm calling it out. If we do not come together as a team and decide to fight all this by ourselves and then prove that we can do stuff without the the Gun and Dundee show, then you, you've got some opportunities. But if we do not go to K-State, and we do not have that mentality, and you do not see the players doing some kind of extra stuff, then this ship has sailed. It's sailed far, far away, like a bud. And a little Forrest Gump, okay? Just, it's fine. Um, oh, and so this is this is the, the last thing uh, uh, I'll say, right? Kind of somewhat not football-ish, but. Um, shout out to all the regulars, regulators. You know, this has been uh, an amazing, an amazing ride. And I would have never one time in my life ever guessed that I would have uh, gotten to this point to where I get to have dinner with some of uh, the idols that I grew up with that I thought I would never even talk to. Guys that would love to come back to O-State. They would love to even be invited back more than once a decade. But this is where we are and there's always going to be obviously you know a handful of of the the gundy robert allen puppeteers 
that feel the need to do a bunch of gum bumping, tough guy, Twitter typing um, <clears throat> about <clears throat> rumors and whatever. And that's fine. But let's put this in perspective real quick. I love this job. I respect this job. I love Oklahoma State <laughs> almost too much, right? So just like all the people that are reaching out because they want things to finally get better, that's all we're doing here. Again, I take no happiness and 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 putting all this stuff out, but I do take some comfort knowing that the exorbitant number of people that are tired of this are coming out of the woodwork more and more and more. People haven't had a voice, and people are like, oh, Cody's going to be cocky and say that he's the voice for all these people. It's not cocky if it's statistically accurate. Guys, to think that I'd risk everything, and I did, right? This is 10 months of research with this job, this company, doing this thing before I put any of this stuff out. But that's because the floodgates opened, and it was just way too much. From way too many people to not be realistic, to not be honest. So if you want to keep burying your head and saying and come after me, that is fine. But nobody's refuting this stuff because they know it's real. The machine that pushes out all the bull crap, they know it's real. If they want to come on the show, they want to call me, text me, email me, DM me, they can because it's real and they know it is. So find someone. Find someone to refute all this. Do it. Otherwise, I love you. God bless. Go Pokes. And until next time, thank you for tuning in to Locked On Oklahoma State.